This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Perspective on the news. We're connecting with Dr. Peter Hammond. He's the founder of Frontline Fellowship, the Reformation Society, Africa Christian Action, as well as the William Carey Bible Institute. And here he is to share his thoughts on current affairs. Good morning, Dr. Hammond. Good morning, Brad. And well, there's um, quite a lot of interesting things that affect all of us. Of course, uh, the uh, ESCOM power failures scheduled power failures, uh, what they call load shedding. You know, the term load shedding, it suggests you've got so much that you are giving away a whole lot free, which hardly is the case when it comes to Eskom. Mm. Uh, I don't know how power failure or blackout becomes load shedding, but these are the kind of euphemisms politicians often come up with to cover up their incompetence or corruption. Mm. And uh, uh, speaking of which, uh, we see that the Institute of Race Relations has thrown down the gauntlet for the president and the COGTA minister, uh, Dalamini Zuma, asked them to try and justify the latest extension to this disaster laws. Because constitutionally, you cannot have uh, more than a three-month state of emergency or state of disaster. And for any extension, you need uh, this to be a decision of parliament. So. Mm. The IRR is saying the legal framework, which was prolonged until 15 December 2021, earlier this month, allows the government to keep lockdown restrictions in place or reintroduce tougher measures at their own discretion. And so the IRR has set a whole series of questions which they want answered by the 30th of November, or the attorneys will take things further. And they want to know what evidence, what reasons were used to justify the extension of the state of disaster. I mean, bear in mind that we were told back in March 2020 that this was just for three weeks, just three weeks. And, you know, we've just got to flatten the curve. We've just got to prepare for uh, prepare the hospital for what's coming and so on. And uh, here we are 20 months later and counting and uh, all kinds of destruction. The destruction to the economy is in the hundreds of billions of, of rands, and the huge impact uh, on the amount of people bankrupted, the amount of businesses destroyed, the amount of disruptions caused, not to mention that there are school churches that have not been able to reconvene for various restriction reasons. And so uh, the 2020 elections, uh, 2021 elections, uh, the IRR points out, did not cause the predicted spike in COVID-19 numbers. And the numbers are coming down, and the deaths are coming down, the infections are coming down. Uh, what possible justification do they have for extending the state of disaster, which many have ruled, including in high courts, unconstitutional? So uh, the government needs to respond to this, because what they've been doing is in the face of or against all the evidence of science, against all the medical or rational, logical reasons. Mm. Uh, we deserve to know why no parliamentary approval has been given for the latest extension. We need to know why South Africa, unlike any country we'd want to compare ourselves with, remains locked down regardless of the facts and regardless of the science. Mm. So there's more and more questions, and to quote the RR statement, uh, that the state of disaster, despite record low numbers, uh, is unconstitutional and arguably deceitfully framed. And it, it certainly would seem to be that what we are dealing with is a government trampling on the Bill of Rights. And the Cape Town Declaration on Human Rights, Informed Consent and Freedom of Choice declared 
No government has the authority to interfere with freedom of conscience, or freedom of worship, or freedom of religion, mm. freedom of speech, freedom of opinion, freedom of thought, freedom of the press, freedom of assembly, freedom of association, freedom of movement, or any of the other essential freedoms which are foundational to civilization. It is outrageous that so many businesses and farms have been crippled by government regulations and restrictions in the name of combating a virus. This COVID cult is clearly a smokescreen for colossal corruption mm. and for advancing a communist agenda through lockdown lunacy and economic suicide. Still reading from this Cape Town Declaration on Human Rights, Informed Consent and Freedom of Choice, we reject the masquerade madness, lockdown lunacy, and salvation by vaccination COVID cult. It is unacceptable that any government can mandate mask wearing, mandatory vaccinations, and vaccine passports. Governments are meant to be civil servants, not totalitarian dictatorships who claim to own the body, life, and freedom of its citizens. Freedom of choice should be respected. It is completely unnecessary and counterproductive to require people who have already contracted the virus, recovered from it, and obviously have natural immunity to take environmental so-called vaccine. Health does not require fear-mongering, guilt manipulation, incessant propaganda, and censorship of opposing views. Those telling the truth do not mind being questioned, and those propagating a lie always resent being questioned and seek to suppress alternative opinions. Truth does not fear investigation. And so what we are seeing at the moment is all over the world, there are governments which are infringing on people's rights, which are seeking to infringe on people's choices, which are seeking to make uh, decisions on people's medical choices. The Nuremberg Code on Medical Ethics, the Universal Declaration of Bioethics, and the Human Rights Article 6, and the Geneva Convention 419 Article 32 require voluntary informed consent for all medical procedures. Mm. It is a crime against humanity to use coercion or compulsion in matters of health and medicine. It is incumbent on any medical practitioner to prevent any medical procedure that is likely to result in injury, disability, or death to the patient. And the high evidence risk of the Pfizer, AstraZeneca, and Johnson Johnson vaccine should require them to be taken off the market and all those advocating mandatory vaccinations and those businesses and government officials that have used coercion to pressure employees, travelers, or citizens to take a potentially harmful injection should be prosecuted to the full extent of law. Leviticus 25 tenses proclaim liberty throughout the land to all its inhabitants. We need to reject the pervasive propaganda, the panic-mongering, along with the disinformation, the indoctrination, the curfews, the compulsion, mandatory vaccinations and the coercion that's ruined lives, bankrupted businesses of multiple millions worldwide. But God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Galatians 5 is one says, Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has set us free, and do not be entangled again with the yoke of bondage. We're dealing with governments run rampant, running wild, without even going to parliamentary procedures in order to assure that laws and uh, things such as disaster um, management are approved, are truly debated, are considered from all different sides. The way how we are being stampeded into decisions by big pharma, big tech, big government, big business, 
all seem to work together to push a narrative and then to punish and penalize doctors and medical specialists and scientists to disagree with the narrative. This is all extremely disturbing. This reminds us of George Orwell's 1984 novel, Warning About a Future State, where you'll have a ministry of truth which deals in lies. You have a ministry of, of plenty that deals in shortages and rationing, a ministry of peace who deals in war, a ministry of love that deals in torture. Mm-hmm. And the vision of a dystopian future written by Aldous Huxley in the brave new world where we are the a very technologically advanced future state where people are uh, under surveillance and are being manipulated by drugs and by uh, endless stimulation. And this situation has come about right now. We're living in a time of madness, a time of insanity, of deception, a time of apostasy, a great falling away. There are so many churches where they've lost 40 to 60% of their members. Where are they? Well, the lockdown literacy has caused havoc in churches and societies and ministries all over. We cannot keep going along with the COVID cult. We cannot keep going on with the salvation by vaccination, false gospel, the statism where somehow or another, instead of being civil servants, we now have totalitarian rulers who can dictate all sorts of things, including what you mean to believe, what you mean to say, what you mean to do, where you mean to go, when you mean to do it, how you mean to do it or gather or worship. These things are outside the realm of any legitimate state. So as Christians, we need to proclaim liberty throughout the land, and we need to stand fast in the liberty by which Christ has made us free, and we should not allow ourselves to be entangled with the yoke of bondage. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.